It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So here's Burdick and here's Bruce. And a high fly ball, center field. He hit it a ton. It's gone. And the 2010 Central Division Championship belongs to the Cincinnati Reds. Jay Bruce explodes the first pitch into the grass and straightaway center field. He is being mobbed by his teammates. They met him at home plate. They ran him up the first base foul line. They're approaching the mound. The bullpenters are coming out and everybody's getting in on the celebration at the mound as the crowd roars here at Great American Ballpark. The first pitch he rockets onto the lawn and straightaway center field. His 22nd home run of the season and this one belongs to the Reds. What a scene down on the field. The players, it all belongs to them out beyond the mound. The coaching staff, the manager, they come in very, very slowly. Jay Bruce, the happiest young man in this ballpark, he had a rough night until he got what he wanted and hit it out of here to center field. A home run that wins the game and wraps up the National League Central Division Championship. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, and I'm sure that most of you remember that clip. You remember what you were doing, if you were listening to the game or if you were watching the game. Me personally, I was there at the game getting to see that live. Um, Many regard that as Marty Brenneman's best call. You know, some say the Ken Griffey Jr. 500th home run and going further back. Uh, but obviously there's, you know, recency bias and stuff like that. But that was just one of the absolute best calls that anybody can make. And Marty Brenneman has always added enough to a call to make it just seem perfect. He never plans. He never comes up with, you know, what he's going to say beforehand whenever it happens. So that way it doesn't sound canned or rehearsed. He just lets the moment come to him, and he's the best in the business at it. There's a reason he's a Hall of Famer, and he's going to be missed. If, if you're just uh, hearing this and if you are if you hadn't heard the news, early Wednesday we found out that Marty Brenneman will announce his retirement at the end of the 2019 season. This will be his 46th year as the play-by-play guy for the Cincinnati Reds. And to be honest with you, I think of him synonymously with the Reds. Like He's almost the first guy that comes to mind whenever I think of Reds baseball. You know, obviously you think of players that you've grown up with. You think of, yeah, I think of Ken Griffey Jr. I think of Sean Casey. I think of Joey Votto. Um, I think of Brandon Phillips. And I think of Marty Brenneman probably even before those guys because when you turn on the radio and it's game time, you hear his voice. You know, every every so often he's got an off day and uh, they have someone else sit in his chair, but you know that Marty's coming back the next day. And when it comes to 2019, that's going to be the it. That's going to be it. You know, um, whenever the season is over is going to be the last time we hear of him. In, in an interview with the Enquirer, he said that after he retires, he, he will not come back for a one-off broadcast here or there. He said that it would be unfair 
to the next guy to sit in the chair. He said once he retires, that's it for him. You know, he'll he'll be around, but he's got a lot of things he wants to do. I really admire the the piece that Paul Doherty wrote in the Enquirer about him. You know, he he talked about how um, instrumental. And he's been his retirement announcement has been covered by everybody. In fact, I was just looking at the ESPN article that the article started off just like his former broadcasting mate, Marty Brenneman, is rounding third and heading for home. And 2019 is kind of like his rounding third. He's coming in, and uh, the career's coming to an end for him. And it's been an awesome career. There's few in the business that can make a call like Marty Brenneman, just like the call that I played for you there at the beginning. And really, I could make a podcast of just Marty Brenneman calls, and that'd be it. In fact, we could about call it a day after that first call. I'm not going to do that, but we totally could. Because when you hear him, you think of summer, you think of baseball, you think of Cincinnati. He, I mean, obviously, when you you see all the local commercials and stuff, you got Kroger, uh, all that kind of, many good local companies. He's kind of put his face and his voice to, and it's something that whenever he's gone, and and gone, I mean, whenever he's not broadcasting anymore, is. It's going to be different. I I don't know that I can think of a broadcast without knowing that he's going to be on it. They announced that the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, which they're formerly the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, but the AA affiliate for the Cincinnati Reds, their radio broadcaster, Tommy Thrall, I believe he was on for a few games in September of last year. Uh, He's going to get a shot to replace Marty you know, sit, sit in Marty's chair and announce the games and stuff. But obviously we're being a little dramatic, but when it comes to Marty Brenneman, he's the kind of guy like Lance McAllister for 700 WLW said, the only people that he's listened to more than Marty Brenneman is his mom and dad. And other than that, he's heard Marty more than he's heard any one of those. And there's going to be, it's it's probably going to be a sad day at the end of the season whenever Marty finally hangs up the microphone. I'm hoping that this year is a good one for him. I hope he's getting to call a lot of meaningful games this season. The last four have been kind of taxing, and I can see where he probably – I mean, I wouldn't say burnt out. When you announce the game for 45 years, he's going into his 46th season. When you announce it for that long, obviously he's seen the ups and the downs of Reds baseball. So it's not as if a couple of years is going to just persuade him to stop being the announcer. But as he said in his article, in in his interview with uh, Paul Doherty, he said that he and his wife had done some traveling and they'd gone to Europe. And that was the first time that he went to Europe. I think he said it was last year. And because of that, it really kind of opened his eyes to different opportunities that he could have through retirement that he never really pictured before. And while I, I, you know, I'm definitely nowhere near that stage of life when it comes to talking about retirement, um, it definitely does seem like a daunting thing to know that once it's over, 
you're not coming back to work the next day. And I'm sure long way down the road, I'm going to have to deal with that. But as a fan, I'm going to miss Marty after the 2019 season. I'm uh, going to try and listen to the radio broadcast as much as I can this year, for sure, and cherish each and every one. But a thought came across my mind, and I'm going to get to that here in the second half of today's episode. Going to take a quick break. A few ads coming in here, but uh, you're listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. This spring, follow the Reds out to Arizona for Cactus League spring training. Amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventure, and incredible food await you as Arizona is the perfect home base for baseball fans. Follow your favorite baseball teams out there like the Reds. There's 10 stadiums with 15 Major League Baseball teams, all within a 50-mile radius around Greater Phoenix. And we're talking about 75-degree temperatures. And spring training is one of the perfect atmospheres to meet your favorite baseball players and maybe even grab an autograph or two. A spring training trip would be one that would be fun for the whole family, as we're talking about a warm area with lots of resorts, water parks, and lots of things to do for the entire family. There's tons of stuff for kids to do and see, like wildlife parks, science museums, and aquariums, and even some dude ranches. Once you're outside the ballpark, Arizona is the perfect place for outdoor adventure. Lots of hiking and climbing awaits you there in the landscapes, and you can even do some Jeep tours and ride in a couple of hot air balloons, maybe even do some skydiving. Skydiving in the desert does sound intriguing. But if all of this sounds awesome, if baseball, the Grand Canyon, and you know family water parks and such get you going, then start planning your spring training trip at visitarizona.com slash spring training, where you can find all the information that you'll need to get your trip going. That's visitarizona.com slash spring training. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast on this Thursday. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Thanks again for downloading and listening. Today, we're talking about Marty Brenneman on this Throwback Thursday episode. I did have a plan for what I was going to talk about today, but uh, we'll push that back to next week as this is the pressing news of the day, which when I personally think about what Marty Brenneman means to me. He's a big reason why I love the Reds. My dad taught me to love the Reds, but when it came to listening to the broadcast and stuff, he always brought the game into the car or, you know, wherever it was that I was listening. And it always just felt very comfortable listening to him call the games. And um, he's also a big inspiration kind of seeing what he's done as the Reds play-by-play guy. He's kind of been my inspiration for making sports kind of the center of what I want to do. Thinking of Marty Brenneman in his last season, the question was brought to me on Twitter, and I fully understand the question. I don't know that the Reds actually are thinking this way, but with him announcing his retirement, does that kind of put more of a focus on 2019 to maybe give him some meaningful games to call? And that really puts a um, spotlight on all of the rumors we've been hearing lately for the Corey Kluber trade, because if they're going to be a strong team, and they definitely could be a playoff-type team if they trade for Corey Kluber, But they have to do that first. So 
I could see them maybe slightly uh, considering trading Nick Senzel for Corey Kluber in the sense is with a three-team deal with the Padres. That being said, probably from a logical standpoint, I don't know that this should change anything for the Reds front office. It just all depended on what their plan was heading into this season. Did they really think they were going to go all in for 2019 and make it back to the postseason one year after losing their losing 90-plus games for the fourth straight year? And hey, if that's the plan, then I'm all for it. I'm ready for some wins, ready for some playoffs, and give Marty some really fun games to call, give him some competition to really look into. Because think about it, the last four years, basically from the end of July, I mean, we can we can kind of say that, oh, hey, maybe there after the All-Star break for a minute or two, the Reds were interesting. But for the most part, the second half of August through the end of the season, they were, you know, I mean, I hesitate to use the word, but they were kind of irrelevant. They were in last place, and they were, you know, just buried under a huge deficit from even the wild card, let alone the first place in the division, as they play in the toughest division in baseball. But with that, Marty's not really had a whole lot to flex his muscles, flex his broadcasting muscles on. And tomorrow's episode, I have a nice long conversation with Doug Gray, and he kind of talked about Marty and that when it comes to his player evaluation, he's been really harsh over these last couple of years with the Reds' talent, with the different performances that were being put on the field. He's, he's judged them harshly. And part of me can't blame him, but on the other side of the coin, like, you know, it kind of takes away a little bit for some people. There are some folks that, you know, social media can be a little bit of a two-edged sword. And there's some folks on social media that have said this and that about Marty. I don't necessarily agree with that. I've always had a positive point of view of Marty. I've always thought of him as a legend, and that's definitely not going to change this year. So. I would love for him to have the opportunity to call some awesome games. I mean, we're dreaming if he if we think he's going to be calling a division championship. But I'm telling you what, I might try to do a backflip if that happens. But that being said, kind of wanted to dedicate this entire episode to talking about Marty since he announced his retirement. And I think we've accomplished that. So I do appreciate you listening to this Thursday episode. Like I mentioned, tomorrow on the show, we'll have Doug Gray from RedLegNation.com and RedsMinorLeagues.com. We've got an awesome conversation with him and where we get into a lot. He is the authority on Reds Minor Leagues and Reds Prospects. So we're going to dive into that. But thanks again for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Check me out on Twitter at Jeff Carr, J-E-F-F-F-C-A-R-R, and at Locked On Reds. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.